You're listening to Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny. Nick is the CEO of Nick's Snacks and KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny and the 2019 Greeley Chamber Ambassador of the Year. Nick's Snacks also touches on local and global issues through Nick's perspective, offering unique insights into the world's happenings. Prepare to learn something new in this thought-provoking and entertaining show. And Greeley isn't attractive to me. So, welcome to Nick's Snacks on 103.1 and 1310 KFK. Um, Nick is not here right now. It's He's going to be a few minutes late, so I thought, well, gosh, why don't I play some of my sound clips that I collect? <laughs> yes. Kind of like I was doing last week. Why not? And uh, and see you know, see what that would sound like yes. in, an, in an intro. Uh, Nick's greatest hits, I believe, is what that's categorized Chirp. under. <laughs> yes. Chirp, indeed. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Nick, Nick, what do you think of me? Little grumpy pants. <laughs> yes, I love it. Now, you you asked me off the air when you you found out I was going to do this, Micah. Did you ever record anything for yourself? Yes, you've got some epic lines, Micah. Yes, soccer is not a sport. <laughs> I hate the Raiders, Chargers, and Chiefs. I forgot what I was about to say. Oh. Stuff makes me angry. I'm so angry right now. Just angry. Go Broncos. Would you ever... 85% of government should be abolished. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's basically what I'm all about. I haven't said live long and prosper or I love Legos or I love my nieces and, nieces and nephews, but it's pretty much it. That's pretty good. Would you... Uh, I can just picture you in the studio saying those. Would you do a rap like... Would you yo, ever go yo, into the realm of rapping? Yo, 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 hippity hoppity dog. To the to the beat and the word up to your mother. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You got to add some beats under it, you know? Well, really I don't, give it life. I don't really listen to rap at all. What? There's one rap song that I do like, and it's, it's Baby Got Back, and that's, that's it. I do like Rage Against the Machine. Oh, well, yeah. Now I've I've talked to you before, and I try to play music every now and then that you hate. Yes, but doesn't work. Oh, you are the most tolerant person in the world. I can't tell if you're secretly evil and you're putting yep. on a face, or if you really are that tolerant. Well, I I'm pretty I'm pretty tolerant. My my dad listens to rap. My sister listens to heavy metal, and my mom listens to like indie folk. So it's got all the bases covered. And then my in high school, my first boyfriend listened to country music. So I've like been at you early ages. You shouldn't have gotten gone out with him for a lot of reasons. Yeah, but uh, and now just the country music. But you know what? I like country music. It's really sparked. A, there's really not a genre that I think I struggle sometimes with EDM. I like it. But the musician in me is like the computer sounds. I, I struggle with that sometimes. Yeah, it's well, some of it is they play a lot of MP3s and MP3s are, are lossy. Mm, so what does that mean? Well, they there's when you compress something, you get rid of a lot of information. So mm. you get rid of a lot of noises, a lot of the, the audio. Boo. So, Hate uh, it. it. It's it's compressy. A lot of digital stuff 
you lose something. So if you want really good speakers, you know, maybe maybe don't get digital speakers. Mm, get interesting. Some of the old style. interesting. And I, I shouldn't bash everything digital. The the digital world. The has machines done... will revolt against you, Micah. What do you What do you think about that? About the machines revolting? Yeah, chat GBT and everything. Okay, well, I I personally am not a like technology person. I just recently decided that I was done with social media, and I don't really like. I don't really use my computer. I just it's not my thing. I do you be- get on the phone at all? I notice your phone looks like it has a bunch of trash on it. <laughs> yes, my phone case is really cool and it is like trash that somebody online made for me. It sounds bad. Viewers just trust me that it's aesthetic. But so it's not actually trash, it's a piece of art. Yeah, it has a bottle cap, it has some butterfly wings, it has it has animal bones, which is kind of weird. I wish but- it had a bullet on it so it could be bullet with butterfly wings. Oh, that would be good. I had one before that I really liked, but I there was a glass jar in it, which was a bold choice for them to do, and I dropped it on the floor, and it shattered, and then I repeatedly cut my hand, so I had to just give up on it and get a new one. But I, I use my phone mostly for, like, I do the Wordle, the New York Times mini crossword. Oh, I've never been good at that. Well, there that you got to do it every day, and you get better. It's so interesting what people's first word of the day is when they guess. I feel like that really says a lot. Well, I've uh, I don't read a lot. What? Most most uh, mostly the words that I learn are from listening, which is good. To people. That's good. So I don't. I never get those crossword puzzles. Um, well, I'm terrible at it. That's fair. I recently, I wasn't much of a reader. And then during COVID, it was like one of my nerd. I know, I know. But it started with like really intense fantasy. And now I can, I can read pretty much anything. But it started like really specific. Actually, it started with me rereading Harry Potter, which I'm a huge fan of. Of course. I know. You are of the age. I know. Well, there's no age limit on Harry Potter. The youths are really into it. There was this really weird trend online called shifting. And it was where people, essentially children discovered like imagination and like playing pretend. But they would go to sleep. They don't do that anymore? No, the phones, you know. Like I think they genuinely just discovered pretending. And if you prescribed to this i'm sorry i don't mean to be ruining it but they would like lay down at night and just like pretend about harry potter and be like i shifted to another reality and in my other reality like all this stuff was going on and like it was crazy there was like scripting like rituals that they would have to do and it was a weird time to be a harry potter fan online during covid those kids lost their minds i don't understand how kids can can never pretend. I pretended a lot when I was a kid. I pretended I had friends. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Imaginary friends are real. I know. I don't know. But I Did you have an imaginary friend? Oh yeah. But I was a super weird kid for a lot of reasons. And I would act like my imaginary friend was a clown, first of all, which is super weird. And yeah, I would That I is would, very weird. Yeah, I would act like he would possess me. And then I would use that as an excuse to, like, fight my sister. Like, we would get into physical fights, and I would be like, I was possessed by my ghost clown. It was, yeah. 
You sound like the youngest. I'm not, actually. I was at the time, but I have a sibling, a brother who's 10 years younger than me. Oh, okay. It's a weird... I have, like, both youngest vibes and then also oldest vibes because, well, my sister's older than me, but... Wow. Oh, Nick. Nick gets to be, he's on microphone number two for the rest of the show. I took the main spot, guys. Yeah. Microphone number two, Nick. Did I get get demoted? Yes. You are now co-host junior. I am co-host of my own show. Yes. Junior. Co-host junior. Wow. Yes. How's the show going, guys? Good. It's going well. We really BS'd through this, through most of this segment. (laughs) It was very random, like whatever goes on in my brain. Oh, yes. so it was Micah controlling, not Alyssa? Well, it was like, a good. We, we were teammates. Wow. Come on now. See, I was trying to build a connection. This astrology thing has really caused a rift. Yeah. Chirp for you two. A chirp. Yeah, we played some And Greeley is attractive to me. I swear. It's just a roast Nick when I wasn't here. <laughs> kind of. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. We pretended you were, though. I mean, I feel yeah. like what past recorded Nick commented on to your topics could be opposite of what I really, really would have said. Little grumpy pants. <laughs> That's my favorite. That one. I'm trying to remember what, in what context that was. Uh, you say it quite often. Well, I think it's kind of funny. It is kind I of think funny. people have different pants that they wear each day. You have your party pants for, you know, mm-hmm. the weekends. Um, shout out to Rachel, the first ever guest on Nick Snacks. She, uh, she coined the term that I heard for the first time, party pants. Wow. It's grumpy pants. Uh-huh. Sassy pants. There is sassy pants. Um, 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 hungry <laughs> pants? I don't know. That's, uh, I, that was a stretch. <laughs> hungry pants could work. Uh, yeah. That's a thing. Are, are hungry pants or those like the stretchy pants? Oh, yeah. Because sometimes when you eat, it's like, oh. Those are the stretchy pants. I, yeah. Those my are shirt the, doesn't fit Those anymore. are the Thanksgiving pants you wear, you know, for big feasts where you can consume a lot of food. Hmm. I like a good big feast. Not necessarily Thanksgiving because I don't care for most Thanksgiving food. I like ham. I like mashed potatoes. And that's pretty much it. You know, me and my roommate do, like, a Thanksgiving meal, like, once every two months. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. And I'm vegan, so it looks different, but it's, like, yeah. our version of a Thanksgiving meal. We did it yesterday, and it was delightful. Wow. I know. Uh, well, you just said vegan. Yes. And delightful, which I don't oh think go together. We were getting along so well. <laughs> yeah, but one of my biggest pet peeves is mm-hmm. anything, any food where cheese is not allowed. It's there. It's just not real. Yeah, it's not allowed. Cheese is not. That's that's an abomination in my mind. Well, you don't have to eat it, my guy. <laughs> I I find it I find it disrespectful and okay. unpatriotic and and unholy and all those words and attitudes. Grumpy pants. I love cheese. Well, good for you guys. Okay. <laughs> Well, she loves cheese with quotes. With a Z. Ah, it's like the cheese whiz, because I don't know if that's real cheese that comes out of the can. Probably not. Stay tuned for more Nick's Snacks with Alyssa and Micah. We'll be right back after this break.
The world is a vampire. Welcome back to Nick's Snacks. Nick on microphone number two. I am on <laughs> microphone number two. You're punished. Yeah. It wasn't intentional. I've just never sat here and I wanted to try it. I mean, you. I, I texted you, start the show, and we did. I will be late, and you are in the, in the command chair. You have the con. It scares me a little bit. I well, technically, I have the con. You yeah. do. You Micah. have the captain's chair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah You're that's the fair. skipper. What? I don't know. Okay. You're not <laughs> the skipper. You're uh, you're more like the one of the guys that cleans the deck. The first mate? No, yes. you're definitely not the first mate. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve wow. that. Wow. Also being late. Darthus Pincus. Yep. That's a shout out to the, uh, the, the, the nerd show. Yep. To whoever embarrasses themselves the most on the show. And it carries over. Wow. I'm embarrassed. That's okay. I have, a, I, have a, I have a hot topic that I am hesitant to bring up on the show. Uh-oh. It's, it's, I won't say it's controversial, but it may make people uncomfortable. Okay. And I'm I don't already know, uncomfortable. <laughs> I think I do that a good, pretty well as it is. Yep. Um, I'm going to just dive right in. Yeah. I volunteer oh, in the National Park Service. Oh, I don't know if I can do this without getting in trouble. Eh, we'll see what happens. Um. Crazy, I'm sorry, Nick. Crazy. I'm going to have to cut your mic off now. We might have to. <laughs> crazy night. Volunteering on, on, is no good. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's like my third middle name. Wow. No good? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one, I was up there and uh, and volunteering. I got to see two black bear that were feasting and getting ready for hibernation. They were they were pretty nicely, Whoa. heftily sized. Um, but yeah, I, I came across an experience I'd never had before. And I've been doing this for 10 years, and even just in regular real-world settings, too. I'm surprised I've never come across this. But I was driving home. Actually, after my shift, the, the traffic was ridiculous. And there was a moment dealing with an elk crossing with a very angry bus driver and having an interaction with with some visitors where they almost ran me over. And oh, I positioned myself to get in front of their car because I needed them to stop for some some spikes, some young bulls crossing. It was a precarious situation. But after a, a brief conversation with them, you know, and then having to get traffic moving again and just being kind of overwhelmed and a little startled for, you know, at one point a raging bull was running full speed. I mean, they are fast and they are huge. And just that sound, I mean, it scared the crap out of me. And I've been up there for 10 years. Um, I didn't even have a car to get behind. I was, it, wasn't, it was chasing oh, after a cow who was trying to get out of his clutches. But anyway, I digress. When I was leaving, I had an interaction with, with some visitors, and my gut just sank because I felt like it had the potential to have been a trafficking situation. Oh, no. And the more I thought about it, the more unusual the conversation was, the more I think I missed picking up on cues. Mm-hmm. And by the time, you know, of course, it kind of sank in of that was just a really strange interaction. Mm-hmm. The situation was really abnormal. The questions asked to me were really uh, abnormal as well. And uh, the gal in the front seat, I mean, was – I'm hoping to think 
that it was just a, maybe a grumpy, angsty teenager with her parent. I, I, I reported to Rangers. I, I wish I had been a little more aware mm-hmm. to be able to at least report it to law enforcement and to Romo, you know, of just, hey, um, it just felt off. Mm-hmm. And could somebody look into it? Just, you know, maybe I would feel much better. I certainly wouldn't know what happened. Well, I'm sure the were. Rangers reported it to law enforcement because if it is a potential trafficking situation, that's well, pretty big. It was there was nothing we could do by the time I – I mean, my shift was over. It was an hour past that interaction. They were long gone. I just had, you know, a description of the vehicle, no license plate or anything. But, you know, I reached out to my supervisor, you know, with a report, what had happened, what I experienced. That we, we actually don't have training for this. We have so much extensive training for emergencies, mm-hmm. for traffic control, for um, you name it in the national park, but not once. You know, I think this would be really beneficial to us. I've never encountered an interaction with with a few individuals to where it left me incredibly uncomfortable. Other than unable, me. well, yeah, in a different way though, Micah. <laughs> um, and I, it's the last few days, I've just been beating the crap out of myself and just kind don't of do thinking it. the worst. Don't, don't beat the crap out of yourself. Well, not because, physically, but it's just, I mean, yeah, don't, like don't emotionally beat the crap out of yourself because it's not your fault you didn't know like none of us maybe someone with really good intuition but like a lot of us would just be like oh this is just a weirdo you wouldn't realize oh this is a weirdo who's trafficking someone and i don't i'm I'm i don't again that was just me going to the worst Mm -hmm. and kind of i i wish i had just a, been a little more aware mm-hmm. and have been able to do anything. And I was telling this to a friend of mine who's actually visiting from Indiana. She's at a conference at the, the Gaylord Resort in Denver. That place is massive, by the way. Um, and I was telling her the story, and she goes, you know, when I flew into Denver, there were signs in the bathrooms, that, you know, report human trafficking. She goes, I wouldn't even know what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And I, we got to talking, like, do, do any of us? I mean, what, what, what do you do? And then let's assume it's not that. You know, I like to believe the best in, in a lot of people, most people. There's still a lot of sick folks out there, but for the most part, I am really optimistic when it comes to humanity, but kind of blissfully and mm-hmm. painfully optimistic. But what do you look for? I mean, what signs and how do you, how do you, what do you do? I mean, I, I still don't know. Like, what do you do? Do you call the cops and then have, you know, make a really uncomfortable situation? Do you put people at risk? You know, what are, I, I'm I'm still at a loss. I think well first of all I'm I'm by no means an expert in this but I think the the guilt that you feel and I understand I felt it too where you think that you were an active bystander and you let something go I think that that guilt only has to live as long as you remain ignorant. So this anytime you have those kinds of interactions it's a really good opportunity like you're doing now to become educated to make sure you're never in a position where you don't know because, you know, it's good to be optimistic about humanity, but that has to be, you know, reinforced with how you can, how you're making it better, you know? Um, Yeah, it's hard, though. I I totally agree with you. It's hard. I think the best thing to do is always to try to get the person that you think might be in danger alone so that way you can talk to them. But that's, that's scary and that's hard and it's just it's all hard even trying to get them alone can be dangerous for you the person mm-hmm. now i i just google internet searched 
um, how to spot a uh, a trafficking situation. Mm -hmm. And uh, dhs.gov is a website that you Hmm. can go to. It also has a phone number uh, to report sex trafficking, and it is in both English and Spanish because we have a lot of Spanish-speaking people in this country. Mm Mm-hmm. And it ha- appears to have a lot of resources. So if you would like to learn more about it, you could go to dhs.gov, or I imagine um, I imagine you could Google search it. But dhs.gov appears to be more official. And I, I would recommend, if you're seriously worried about that, go to this website and read up on it. Well, I think you can encounter that anywhere. I mean, mm-hmm. just... The number of stories you hear about it just continue to get, I mean, more and more and more. Mm-hmm. It just gives me the heebie-jeebies of just eh, yucky. But how do you, how do you, yeah, how do you spend? Thanks for what you're saying of, you know, the ignorance. I don't know. I want to know. I want to be able to do better. But to Micah's point, you know, you know, I'm a civilian up there, a volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what danger. You put yourself in when you spot that, how to do it safely. If it is a situation like that, and also not to, you know, if assuming they were good people, everything was fine. It's the assumption. I'm hoping and stick with it um, to not make this situation worse, even if it was completely harmless and, and whatnot. So it is just. Ugh. Don't beat yourself up. You did the right thing. But people, be aware, educate. I think it can literally happen anywhere. Well, stay tuned for more Nick Snacks with Alyssa. We'll be back after this break. Welcome back to Nick's Next with Alyssa here on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA in the Aloe Fiber Studios. Well, we're kind of all over the place. I don't. I wasn't here for the first segment. I think I brought the mood down. <laughs> the first segment was very all over the place. Yeah. That was very knacky, if you will. Yeah. With a K-N-A-C-K-Y, if that is a word. It is now. Yeah, I, I've created a word. And usually I'm the one who's supposed to bring us down. But that is uh, your that is yeah. your unassumed role. But yes. but you know what, you, you brought us down in a, a, a more useful way, whereas I just bring us down in a more negative because that's how I feel way. And it doesn't have to be a a down, you know. I, I It's unfortunate, but the world is a hard place, and we are constantly learning about ways to make it better for the other people that we share the planet with. And it growth is uncomfortable, and learning is hard, and you just have to, you know, take it and grow from it, and try to become more educated and help other people. But it, you know, it it can be a good thing as much as it is a bad. Every a lot of things are uncomfortable. Freedom is uncomfortable. Like you, you. We think that freedom is supposed to be comfortable. It's not because human beings are so different from one another. What I define as freedom might be different from someone else, and that's okay. Maybe I'm uncomfortable with what that person believes, 
but as long as we're not hurting each other, you know, you it's, know, it's okay. I'm going to get really nerdy and, and toss out some Star Wars references <laughs> Nerd of, uh, you know, getting uncomfortable when there is change or I hate the, change. the cost of freedom and what that looks like. Uh, I, I, what needs the most work for happiness? I mean, relationships. Mm-hmm. No relationship. Very few relationships succeed when parties don't put in the work. Now, I, you know, when Micah was talking, I go, well, how can I turn this into like a Star Wars reference? But the Force is a living thing that binds us all together. It's a symbiotic relationship. But I think, you know, even though we can't move things with our minds yet, um, <laughs> we're not having epic lightsaber battles with our foes, you know, around the galaxy. But, I mean, the Earth, everything here, every creature, it does have – a relationship with its environment, with its community, with oh, its gosh, yeah. family, peers, friends, all that. And it, the moment you stop working, you know, in a, in a workplace, in friend groups, in, in, in a classroom, in mentor and mentee situations, once one person kind of stops putting forth effort, that's when things kind of plummet. You know, we have those relationships stop existing and then things get weird they get uncomfortable there's change and we don't like that so then things kind of exacerbate and get worse and some people like me i i'm just i love routine mm-hmm. i don't like change but some people just they love flying by the seat of their pants but you have a relationship with routines that's true and once that routine doesn't work for you you probably get disgruntled Oh, I definitely get disgruntled when football season ends. (laughs) And I definitely get disgruntled at 11 o'clock games. Don't like it. Broncos should be playing afternoon games. Only afternoon games. Not just because that's when the Broncos play their best football. Uh, Not the last two weeks. But, like, Broncos typically don't play well in afternoon games. Not great night games. as Not at least percentage-wise, not as well. It's afternoon games. Hmm. I think that there's... I don't know. It's it's interesting, like the what you were talking saying about the force. Rela- yeah, the force. Yeah, I'm well versed <laughs> in that. But relationships. I've been thinking a lot about the relationships in my life, but taking them from a lens of yeah, my relationship with myself and how how am I, you know, treating myself in the ways that I do my friendships and my relationships, and how do I nurture. That relationship, because it always comes back to that. When you're not showing up properly, it's always it's always like you and you in the room. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you have too great of a relationship with yourself, that's narcissism right there. But that's not even a great relationship. That's, that's an unhealthy kind of codependent thing you've got going on with yourself. You know what I mean? Well, you build up your walls. You alienate people. You <clears throat> create a lot of new enemies. I'm thinking on the largest ends of narcissism and <laughs> yeah. people who might fit that that bill. Yes. Um, and when you're a sociopath, you run for political office. <laughs> and imagine being a narcissistic sociopath and running for political office. I just uh, can't that's even all of imagine them. that. Gosh. It's now I made it negative. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Micah. Now we're back to normal. Woo. Well, uh, I'm at a loss. Yeah. No, I'm not. I can always talk about something, but I don't know. It's, it's, the, it's and well, now this goes to astrology. I can't believe mm-hmm. I'm leading the question now. We're in that season of change and we're right on that cusp too. We know any week now, the leaves are going to be gone off the trees. The grass totally is going to start dying. And 
I don't know. I, I, I don't – I used to like fall a lot just because I was so sick of summertime. I was so sick of the heat, of running the air conditioner, of having that just stale, you know, damp, ugh, just yucky feeling all the time. But I don't feel like I got to have enough of a summer. I didn't get enough outdoor time, enough golf time, enough barbecue or spend time with friends. I blame um, the weather. On the weather, I, I, I blame I was so being busy launching a practice and getting – but even that aside, not taking time for – the things that fill my bucket and fill my cup. And now I'm doing that, but I feel we're almost out of time because, oh, crap, it's fall. Mm-hmm. And we're all going to become recluses, and it's a lot harder to get people to go out. and mm-hmm. Or, hey, it's just a little chilly out in the evening. Let's still have a barbecue. Let's still – we still have some time left, people. I'm scratching on for those last few minutes of daylight that we're losing yeah. daily. I, I lo- agree with you. I love it when people become reclusive. Because they become quieter. That's why I love the wintertime. Because people are quieter, less parties, the quieter music. It's great. Micah, you're crazy. They're great. Micah the Tiger. Tony the Tiger, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that you bring this up because this week, Saturday, the 23rd, is the... Equinox. Mm. So it's the Mm. start of fall. It's also the start of Libra season. And I love Libra season, but it is... I want to Libra that behind. Well, me So (laughs) embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah, me too, Nick. Um, (laughs) But Libra season, Libras are... They're... Figure is the scales. It's all about balance. So right now, everything is rebalancing. It's why the beginning of fall feels so uncomfortable. I feel it really heavily every year, too. It You can feel yourself and for a lot of people it's you know the craziness of summer the fun you feel like you can do anything in summer the days are long you just really exert yourself and then come fall you do kind of start balancing out what you can do how you can kind of better serve yourself and the winter is really the time when you focus on home in my opinion because you're just there it's cold (laughs) yeah are you sure you're not talking about seasonal affective disorder where people get depressed when the seasons change? That too. Although that I've too. heard that's more of a spring thing. Well, we live in the sunny state, so I, I think it affects people a lot less here. I know a lot of people move here for that kind of purpose explicitly. But there was, there was an NPR story the other day. I was driving to Denver, and uh, I'm from Indiana, and they have one of the largest – the highest high school suicide rates, they, they, it's the largest state of high school suicide. And I think the last statistic study that was done that was that two in nine high school students in Indiana had contemplated killing themselves. And I grew up in Indiana. And even when I go and visit, even, gosh, a couple of years ago, I was home for almost two weeks and remember seeing the sun for maybe two days and how just – down I felt. And I think, I mean, especially in the Midwest where you get that overcast cloud cover all the time in the in the fall, winter, and even the spring. And I think, Micah, that's why it's so heavy in the springtime because you're just fed up. You have one good glimmer of, 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 a, of a nice day and then it's gone for another week or so. You get more snow or, or overcast. Everything's gray and dark and dead. Um, I love that. I love it when things are gray and dark and dead. I, it's like you're the opposite of Dr. Seuss books, Micah. If we yes. could, if you're like, uh, um, I'm I, also the opposite. Well, never mind. I'll, we'll talk off the air. But you know, is of 
how does that impact folks? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, to me, I see, yeah, I get bummed out because we're in the sun, sunshine state. We have 300 days of sun a year, even in the winter. 30 degrees and a sweater and sunny and no wind is a nice day outside. Too much sun and I turn into a freckle. I mean, my I think my arms yeah. are made of melanoma. Me too. I get really freckled in the sun. <laughs> I do. Oh my goodness. Stay tuned for more Nick Snacks. Your hub to... Learn stuff. Yep. <laughs> we'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to Nick's Snacks, where things aren't what they're going to be soon. The leaves will be gone. Mm-hmm. The sprinkler system will be turned off. So true. That may be Marvin Gaye's best song. I I don't know, but that could be his best song. It's a good one. Micah was jamming. I was. Yep. That was the most passion I've seen out of Micah since... Ever. No, I, I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> passionate in the second half of the Broncos game. In the first half, before that fumble... There was a lot of passion, mm. and then the the passion just started to slowly dwindle and turn into anger. Well, your own changing of the seasons. Yeah, the changing of the seasons when the Broncos are going from doing really well to doing quite horribly. Uh oh. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I deep down would not be upset by an zero sixteen season. Zero seventeen actually isn't it seventeen now? Yeah, I I'm opposed to that. 16 was like, it was perfect. 16 is perfect. Why would they do something? Well, money. But I also like preseason. I'm the only one in the world. Well, me and all the backups. Yeah, it's not real football. Yes, it is. That's like saying that the rookie camp that the Chicago Blackhawks just had where their all-star Connor Bedard got a hat trick counts. It doesn't count. No, that that doesn't count. Neither does preseason. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, changing the seasons, Libra is upon us. Yes. I don't I used to love fall. I mean, there's something about, you know, it's a it's perfect for me for bread baking season. Mhm. And um, you know, I always like those crisp mornings, you know, going out with a hoodie and sweatpants and just sipping on some coffee. Don't drink mm-hmm. coffee much anymore, so those days are gone. But I also don't feel like my garden has yet produced its weight in the efforts that I put forth this year. Well, I understand. I got two tomatoes. You gotta got to get some of that uh, <laughs> that special soil that they engineered so many years ago Miracle in the Amazon. <laughs> they they were the Amazonians were so intelligent. They created some kind of soil that scientists nowadays can't figure out. Well, I think it's kind of composting. I compost. Yeah. Well, it's like Scientists have not been able to figure it out. There's something about the microbes well, that they, they can't uh, produce in a lab. Speaking of scientists, you know, this, um, I heard this story today. There is a spacecraft that's going to be flying by Earth this weekend. I don't know if it's Saturday or Sunday, dropping off. I mean, this is so cool to me. Um, Leaflets. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
We're just, I was going to say, prop, it's not going to be... Propaganda. Yeah, it's, it's uh, not going to be propaganda, gonna, is it? Um, but samples of, a, of an asteroid or a comet, an asteroid that they think was around when the Big Bang was created. And it was like this 200 million mile journey. And I don't know how many years it took, um, but it's passing by Earth and it's dropping off the sample. I don't know where. I don't know how it's getting back in the atmosphere. I think this is so cool. I can't wait to see it. And then it's off to some other asteroid that I won't get to for another like seven years or something like that. That's super cool. But uh, I'm really curious. One, why did they think this asteroid was formed in the Big Bang? You know, what, what scientific speculations do they have for that? And two, what do they hope to discover from this chunk of asteroid from the sample that it took. I'm going to be honest with you. I think that they lied about it. They just want more funding. Boy, you really do bring <laughs> us down. H- how about I say something positive? Okay. I wish the moon was made of cheese. If the moon was made of cheese, we got to start the Apollo uh, missions over again. And I want to go up there. You don't think that there's enough cheese on Earth? I do love cheese. I- I, mean, I want to go back to this story. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. Because I'm curious. <laughs> yes. We're not sidetracking on cheese. No. Uh, I'm with you. I'll, what? What? I'm stoked. I'm excited. I think that's... I love us. I love space. Mm. Um, the final frontier. It is. Yes. Although we still don't know much about the deep oceans. But these are the voyages of the Starship <laughs> Enterprise. Let's continue. What would they possibly? I mean, how? How? What carbon dating to track? Okay, is this as old as the universe? The Big Bang? Could it lead to other? I don't know. Probably not much scientific discoveries if it's been in the cold dead of space for five billion years. When did the Big Bang happen? I have no idea. That just, things like that, like, fry my brain. Like, the idea of the concept of time expanded throughout the entirety of ever? What? 13.8 billion years. Do you know why so many people don't like carbon dating? Why? Because it doesn't lead to carbon marriage. Oh, my God. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, good. You should. Can I start carrying a weapon? No. <laughs> We're close, though. Okay. <laughs> Ask again next maybe, week. Maybe a dog collar every time Mike says something and changes the subject. Just... <laughs> No, we That's should just give you enough. like a funny voice filter. Um, I'd be in control no. of that. No, we, we get the no, control. We, I don't think we have that power. Well, let's make it. Well, we could we're going to follow up t- on this next talk. week because I – well, I mean it's not like they're going to be able to discover everything that it drops off this mm-hmm. weekend. You know, It's probably going to be years before they have any sort of comprehensive analysis of it. But I just think that is so neat that this thing is just literally passing by Earth at probably ludicrous speeds – you know, for how fast it's been going, how far it's traveled, where it has to go after this, to just be able to accurately funk, just drop some mail off. I mean, the post office can't even make mail happen Wait, on a regular basis. I hope it burns in the atmosphere. So the, the it's an asteroid, correct? This is no. This is a a spacecraft. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying that the asteroid oh, was going to. No, no, like, no. This what? is a spacecraft okay. that has taken a sample okay. from an asteroid that they suspect has been around for thirteen point eight billion years. That's still really cool. It's drilled. It's taken the sample. It's flying past Earth and think. I mean, I'm I'm imagining that's the sound it's going to make in, like in the voids the of space. Yeah, those uh, big tube things. Yes. You know, Buddy the Elf was playing with one of those when he was in the mailroom at the Empire State Building in mm-hmm. the documentary called Elf. Yes, so good. Yeah. I imagine that's what it's going to look like. 
But for how accurate they are, I mean, that's something that I really admire and respect about NASA and scientists of how they can send a spacecraft. I mean, how vast is space? And to land it after years and years and years um, and have them get to where they need to be. Granted, we've had some epic disasters on the space front, but um, it's fascinating. I love it. If you haven't seen the uh, docuseries, I think it's on HBO uh, from the Earth to the Moon, it's incredible. All about the Apollo missions and um, getting that program started up. Ugh. Would you go to space? I don't think so. Mm. I w- it wouldn't be a vain thing like Elon Musk or right, no. William Shatner or something that they can just whip it out and say, oh, I've been to space. Okay, how about you? Maybe you could probably have saved an entire country of Africa and provided food for three years with the money you spent on that. No, that that money would have been embezzled by a warlord. No, I don't think so. I'd like to – again, I'm optimistic about people. They are the warlords that are going up there and um, urinating away precious yes. funds. Yes. Anyhow, I mean it's not the Rockefellers that we've had. It's not the, the greats who helped to build this country, to build the arts, build culture. We're just kind of uh, – and so, hell, Amazon Prime doesn't even have um, Smile anymore. They don't give back to nonprofits anymore. What? And Amazon Prime never delivered my guitar picks. I don't use Amazon. I did it one time. So now they're actively harming the arts. See? They're hindering the Me. growth. Yes. Anyway. What I, you don't realize is uh, someone was uh, – the, the person who stole the scooter was um, actually the same person who stole the picks. Now, I'm not going to say who it is. Micah does have a scooter now. Oh, right. Yeah. Real. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I call it the Alyssa. Alyssa's old scooter. Well, that's a good name. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for covering me the first segment, you two. Yes. Thanks for listening, Nick Snacks listeners. Tune in next week to all our new Nick Snacks. And that's our cutoff. <laughs>